0: Finances, investing, estate, and retirement planning? Well, I went to school, so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and Getting Back on Track. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. Together, we will create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. It's a new year and you may have some new financial goals. Sometimes just starting something is the biggest challenge. And if that sounds like you, here are some ideas from Clever Girl Finance to get you going. First, reflect on your mistakes learn from those mistakes. Our brains don't always pay attention to our errors. Having too many choices is one of the ways that we make mistakes. They call it a noisy process. There's just too much to sift through, causing us not to be able to glean the good information from the bad. And then we don't apply the lessons that we should have learned because the rules become too general to apply uniformly. But if you spend a little time and honest reflection on things that have gone poorly financially, you'll start to find personal patterns that you can start to avoid or do something differently about. As in all things, life requires trade-offs and accepting that a financial mistake can be turned around with work, you can start to improve your financial situation. Consider what lessons that you can take away and identify where you can make those corrections. It's never too late to make adjustments. Even little corrections are beneficial. Next, create a habit tracker. Finances, like making healthier food choices, take a reality check sometimes. The act of writing down what you actually eat in a day or spend in a day or week is a real eye-opener. It's just too easy to forget some of your purchases. Think of it as some of the noise that I mentioned earlier. Actually seeing your spending helps you see where your small purchases can add up and decide if they're helping you reach your financial goals. You can start just by keeping track of your receipts and then writing them down, say, weekly. One suggestion is to put each purchase in a category. Broad categories could include utilities and housing, pets, eating out, groceries, personal care and entertainment, education and child care, health, donations, transportation costs, and then everything else. Next, review your spending plan to get on track. To keep track, you should be looking at your spending plan at least weekly. The purpose is to check in and make sure that you are understanding your spending. At the end of each month, you should take the time to evaluate what you've planned to spend versus what you did spend and assess it against your annual plan. Once a year, really dive deep and reevaluate your financial goals and see how you're doing. This is a living document and needs to be evaluated periodically. And if you don't have a spending plan yet, you can listen to Episode 6 called Budgeting. It's a deep dive into different spending plan choices and then choosing what makes the most sense for you. There's not one plan, and you should spend the time to figure out what works for you and your family. You should also stick to your schedule. For starters, make sure that you're automating as many tasks as possible. Retirement account deposits, bill payments, payments. And debt repayments need to be made as automatic as possible so that you are prepared for the future, but also so that you're not hurting your now by missing any bill dates. This may, seem rather counter, this may seem rather counterintuitive, especially if the idea of planning all these repayments seems overwhelming, but once you actually get this done, it will truly make your life easier. You can also find an accountability partner. This is such a great idea, especially for those who don't have a significant other in their life. Choosing a friend that can help you be accountable, someone that you have to explain your financial thinking to. Should I buy that new TV or is the one I have just fine? Will buying it still allow you to reach your long-term financial goals? In reality, just speaking aloud your plans is a great exercise. So if you're not living with someone who you share money with, identify someone that you can air out your purchase choices with. Next, focus on what you can control. The reality is that many things in our lives can be out of our control, but if you make plans, you can be fully in control of your finances. Sometimes making plans means reaching out to a professional to help you set up for your own success, and if that's an option, do it. They'll make sure that you're on track for reaching your goals, and if not, educate yourself and start small. And that brings us to the next one. Always keep learning. What do you need more education in? What are terms that you've heard, but don't really know the meaning of when it comes to your finances? Not sure what an annual percentage rate is? Confused by the word fiduciary? Uncertain of your net worth? These are all great places to get started. Books, videos, and podcasts can all help because committing to learning more will improve your finances and your future because understanding your financial options is the best thing for your self-esteem and your bank account. Next, realize that every little bit counts. Know what you're doing makes a difference. No matter how much you still need to do, no matter what you may be currently missing, what you're doing right now is helping. Because let's face it, listening here to this podcast means you're doing something. Never underestimate the power of you. Small changes lead to big rewards, and you've got this. You should create a realistic plan, I have a confession. I really hate hearing the words always and never. So little of our lives can really accommodate these words. So why set ourselves up for failure by thinking I'll never get another X again, or I'll always balance my budget each month. Now, I'm not saying these aren't fine goals. I'm just pointing out that if buying that item or failing one month to sit down with your spending plan would knock you off your goals because you were inflexible with your words, then stop using them. Be realistic in your thinking and celebrate successes. Setbacks are part of life, not a reason to quit. And finally, you're going to need to prioritize your values. I honestly think this is the toughest. Sitting and deciding what you value and then making the plans to achieve them. Creating short, let's say 6 to 18 month, medium, 5 years, and long-term, 10 to 20 year goals. So that you can start creating a spending plan to reach those goals. That can be the most challenging for some people. Create a board or a list that you can see daily of what your goals are. A home, car, or college. Maybe retiring early or buying an RV or even supporting a local charity. Whatever makes you excited to get up and get after another day write it down. I personally write on my bathroom mirror in a dry erase marker so that I can remember what's important. Why don't you give that a try? Thanks for listening to finances and getting back on track. I know you chose to listen and I'm grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. Please also consider leaving a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find us more easily. Please let me know what questions you'd like answered or what topics you'd like covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances Ann does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school, so you don't have to.